You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Daily Music Business Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Dumb and Dumbest Podcast as featured on the Daily Music Business Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Bacon, with my beautiful co-host, Keith of Ghost Cult Mag. What's up? And we are really honored to be coming on to the Daily Music Business Podcast Network, where uh, we, alongside with um, the Outer Loop Management guys, um, Pinup Artist Management, a few other people, uh, J- our friend Jason Evans from Listen Pages is involved, we're all coming together to create this really exciting podcast network. I mean, if you're here, you probably know what it's about, but I'm stoked because like I've literally been listening to um, Paul talk since he was on the metal sucks podcast. Like I grew up listening to him, like when I was 15, 16, 17, 18 in high school, listening to the podcast, to his, his podcasts. So this is a huge honor for me. Um, you know, uh, yeah, Keith, Talk to me. Same, same deal. Super honored to be here. Um, before we jump into our topic, Matt, do we want to just give like the 30 second yes, Keith, pitch go. about Dumb and Dumbest, Matt and Keithy? Uh, yes. Well, okay. So, so Keith and I are coming over from our Dumb and Dumbest podcast we have with our friend Curtis Dewar. You'll definitely hear on this pod. Um, and over there, it's sort of like what you're going to get here. It's a no bullshit music industry podcast from dudes who are DIY and kind of get it, but also have had more than their fair share of experience in, you know, sort of the higher level music industry. For instance, um, while I do a lot of work helping smaller bands with their music marketing, um, I also work with companies like Prophecy Productions, Ripple Music, Indie Recordings, um, Plastic Head, which is a huge uh, merch creator and distributor over in the UK. That's how I got to do like Iron Maiden ads on Times Square, <laughs> which went up today. I'm really stoked about that. Uh, and yeah, that's kind of who I am. Keith, talk about you. So most people know me from Ghost Cult Magazine. We are a top 25 music news and interviews and review site in the world. Um, started out in Europe as an actual zine, became a website of fair note and uh also i have also worked for a long time as not just a music journalist but as a a professional digital marketing expert a music industry marketer and i run a my brand new consultancy which is called bdwe media where we coach and manage marketing and media for bands and labels there you go um and keith on this inaugural episode of our contribution to the daily music business podcast what are we talking about i we thought it would be a really good opportunity to talk about something we are often asked about which is how do bands get themselves in a position to get signed by labels how do they look attractive to labels what are the steps they can do and specifically we are talking about pitching to labels that's right. Pitch, how to how to pitch, how to how to connect, how to carry yourself. Yeah. So, on that note, I know what I think the first step is to signing to label. What do you think the first step is towards getting signed? Um, 
this is going to be rather controversial. It's not actually about your plays and your spins. It's actually about having your shit together, being professional, having uh, a laser-like focus between every member of the group, everybody fighting toward the same goal, and just really just having that, you know, a lot of bands are talented, but you've got to have more than just talent. You've got to have that drive. And I think that's the thing that eliminates, I don't know, 70% of the bands that I see that talk about, I want to be on a label. And then you just take a quick cursory look at some of their stuff. And it's like, Oh, these guys don't have their shit together. No, they're never going to get signed. So you actually went to an even further, you went to an even more basic level than I was going to go to. I was going to say the first step towards getting signed is to actually take the time to start to build relationships with people who own labels. You know, I think first of all, a lot of bands seem to think that they're going to get signed to like metal blade or napalm right off the bat, you know, regardless of how prepared they are, you know, like the thing is you need to be building relationships with these people. Cause if you don't have relationships, they're just not going to listen. You know, everyone like I, I, I help sign bands to, multiple labels you know either on like i have a lot of respect there so they'll just do it or that is my job at the label right and the thing is like (laughs) i get pitched all the time constantly and a lot of the time by people i have zero relationship with even though i in particular am one of the more accessible dudes doing a and r in the country right now um you know what I mean? And it drives me crazy because it's like, why did you hit me up out of the blue? You don't even know if I like your type of music, you know? And I think that's a really big mistake a lot of people make is they think it's going to be this easy, straightforward thing handed to them when it's really about starting to build some relationships, starting to connect with some people. You know what I mean, Keith? Indeed. Indeed. Uh, it's again, it's so much more than, you know, like we'll, we'll, we'll dispense some, some important info here in this pod, but it's all these things working together. I can't stress that enough. I know a lot of bands are, I'm talented. That has to be good enough. I really hate to break it to you. Stoda doom bands who are fixated on weed and space and wizards. There's a lot of you out there. Set yourself apart. Yeah, well, so here's the, here's the thing. For me, as again, as a guy who signs bands to, you know, like pretty major deals, and I've worked with some pretty, you know, I, uh, I've, pick, I've picked up bands in terms of stuff I can talk about. I've picked up bands like Zastler and Coven and November's Doom, and that's just for Prophecy Productions. We signed, I was, a, I was a big part of signing Wino to Ripple, too, you know. So, like, we've done some shit. The point being, when we're looking to sign bands, we look at, like, three core things, basically. Do I like the music? Is this band going to be good to work with? As in, are they not aggravating? And are they actually disciplined? You know, because there's countless bands who say like, oh, I'm going to tour once you sign us. And that literally never happens. You know, um, the only the only thing that I use as a predictor of future behavior is past behavior. You know, so if your past behavior indicates to me that you don't want to put, you can't put in the work to really blow up your band, then I'm just not going to sign you. Right. And furthermore, and this is the big one, will it make money for the label? Because when it comes down to it, when I'm telling Ripple to sign a band or something, 
you know, I'm asking them to pay for PR, for a bunch of products, um, for Facebook ads, uh, for all the label people, staff who are involved, right? So that's a lot of money going into any one release. And it's not my money. So I can't be like, oh yeah, this seems cool. Fuck it. You know, I have to make sure that like, I'm still liked around the label after, (laughs) you know what I mean? Um, Right. Your job depends on, you know, promoting bands that are worth signing. Exactly. That's what A&R does. Is A&R is about opening doors for the bands who deserve it, you know, and the bands who are, you know, like, what do you think makes a band signable? All the aforementioned things you and I just mentioned, but also uh, not just good enough to play your music and compose great music, but you got to have, I feel like most bands, except for a few genres that come to mind, you need some kind of stage presence. Yeah. I'm not talking about dance moves, but I am talking about if you're just standing there, you don't interact with the crowd. I appreciate any, I saw Miles Davis as a child. Anybody who's a genius level artist, that's fine. Maybe we can make an allowance for you, but a band has to have some kind of energy, some kind of stage presence for most heavy music genres and and really any genre. And and it's funny because like, (laughs) I was thinking about tweeting this the other day. Like if your front person has no energy, don't make them the focal point of your music video. Because I saw this happen the other day where it was like a live video of a band that was like, featured on their socials or whatever and i was like this is this is not good like this show looks boring (laughs) um you know you've got to be smart about that stuff um now in terms of pitching to labels what are some sort of your basic thoughts uh are you like, like in the actual pitch itself? Like, let's yeah, say you to, yeah. you're, you're a band who shows you work hard. You're a band who knows their niche, who knows their market, who knows you can make money, all that stuff. But how do you actually pitch to the label? And you know, let's also assume you have, you've built the relationships and you have some sort of um, place in the scene. By the way, part of relationship building, this is important, isn't just like, oh, they're friends with the label, so they got signed. It's also like you have to be friends with the other people in your community. Because every single person I have ever signed, I have asked, before I have signed them, I have asked a bunch of other people in their scene, is this dude a good dude? Because I've had it happen multiple times where someone was real cool on the phone, and then we put pen to paper and it was fucking impossible to deal with them. You know, so it's not just about networking with like your label people who you want to be connected with. It's also about networking with, um, you know, people in the scene who will vouch for you and be like, this guy's legit. Indeed. Um, anyway, so I so, answer that question now. Okay. Yeah. 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 I'm sorry, Keith. I just, I, Don't I, be no, I, I love listening. This is our element and I love listening to you talk about this stuff. I, I love learned... listening to you talk about this stuff, Keith. Aw. <laughs> you, you big silly. Um, <laughs> bands. Slayer. Monster Slayer. <laughs> Man of War. Um, bands. Ha- I can't stress this enough. Have your shit together when it's time to pitch. Prac- don't just write an email in text speak. Plan what you're going to say. Write it out. Have someone proofread it. Be succinct. Ask for exactly what you want. 
this is what we, hey, this is who we are. This is what we're seeking. Thank you for your consideration. Be polite, be gracious, be to the point. Have a well-written, professionally written bio. Have at least one professionally shot photo of the band so we have an idea what you look like. Have your music in an easy to listen to and take with me fashion. Because a lot of these music professionals who are running labels are busy people and they have to fit in time to listen to your music. Perhaps if they've liked what they heard the first time, they will actually dedicate time to listen to you. But more often than not, it's in the car, it's on the treadmill, it's in the bathroom, in the shower. Have music ready to go. Have a professionally done EPK, still vital in this day and age. Do not have your music on Reverb Nation. Do not send MP4 and MP3 files to, da- to attach to an email so that my email client thinks that you're a spammer and you go right to the spam box and I never see you go to you know email jail and I never see you again. And have actual contact information that works. This has also happened to me where people have pitched me for relationships and then uh, call me at this number and the number doesn't work. I'm annoyed already. Like, seriously, I don't have time for this. I really don't. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a total prick. I'm actually a sweetheart. But, like, don't make it harder for me than it has to be. I'm busy. We're so, all busy. Yeah. But, yeah. So, so here – okay. So, here – I'm going to break it down for everyone listening to this real fast, okay? Here is what the anatomy of – so, this is, the, this is a pitch I have used – a pitch format I have used that has worked to get multiple bands signed and a pitch format that I want to see emails in and that a lot of people are about. Okay. It's very simple. Okay. You open and you, and you say one sentence, one or two sentences, who you are, what you're trying to do, you know, Hey, we are knuckle fuck Chuck and the chuckle fucks. And you know, we are a groove metal band from Austin, Texas, and we are hoping to sign to, your label okay then you have you say listen to our songs you know with a link to stream and ideally you know they can download out of that or you know listen to our songs then download them here if you so choose because some people prefer to download music right and then under that you have your socials you know because that's immediately like what they're looking for what they want to check and then you put your bio right um, after your bio, what you want to put, this is the real secret sauce. So everyone, everyone huddle close to your, to your, I guess most of you are listening to this with earbuds actually. So huddle close to your earbuds. Um, put down a list of unique selling points. This is the real key. If you can list five reasons why you're going to sell more records than the next person in a band that sounds just like you and has a similar background, that's where you're going to start to differentiate. You know, if you can be like, look, our last record sold 300 copies uh, in this region and we barely toured outside. So you already know that we have sort of a home base or something, you know, or you can say, look, our producer was Mark Urselli, who also works with John Zorn. Um, and we're doing, you know, kind of avant-garde type stuff. So obviously a lot of Mark Urselli's fans are going to come check this out. Cool. Okay. You know, or it can be stuff about how much you've worked, you know? So you know, there are bands who've come to me to get signed who haven't told me how much they've toured. This is where you say that, you know, you might mention that in your bio, 
but this is where you say, uh, you know, we played 200 shows in the last year. That's how dedicated we are. You know, this is where you say, um, also, by the way, if any of your bands ever need to be booked in Austin, you know, we're, we're a band who, uh, you know, who book, who book shows in Austin and we'll hook up any bands on the label, you know, or we own a screen printing company and can print all our own merch and have some of the most diverse merch out there. Like those are some of the, you know, talk about the things that make you unique, you know, or it could be your art direction. You know, there's not a lot of thrash metal bands, for instance, who I don't know, have like real swords and sorcery art direction and a role-playing game that you tied into the whole thing you know, to make it unique. Like there's so many ways you can sort of catch people's attention by creating content that is, you know, by, by, but you have to tell them why it's unique. You know, I'm not going to know if you don't tell me, you know, and you shouldn't cram all those things into a bio. You know, in fact, you should be reiterating some of the core bio points. The bio, by the way, should be like a paragraph because if it's too long, I'm not reading it. You know, Keith isn't reading it. No one's reading it, you know. But if your bio is a paragraph and then you have five key selling points that are like, oh, wow, they play a fuck ton of shows. Oh, wow, they sold a ton of records in their region. Oh, wow, they, they also book shows and hook up bands. And, oh, wow, they have this producer. And, oh, wow, they've toured with this other band who I like or they're connected with this other band on our label for whatever reason, you know. That's where you really close, you know, because it's like, oh, wow, they have reasons people give a shit about them. The amount of bands who come to me who ask for advice on how to get pitched, you know, and how to pitch themselves to labels. And I'm like, okay, well, why would anyone buy your record? And they don't know is fucking absurd, you know? Know why people would buy your record and fucking tell everyone. I'm a big believer in having an elevator pitch. For those of you that don't know what that is, that is basically a 30-second to one-minute speech. If I was in an elevator with you and Matt asked you that question and Matt was there, why should I sign your band? You have one minute to give me a reason. Uh, if Think about Shark Tank if you've ever seen the show. Uh, it's and kind and, of and by the way, yeah, like signing bands is literally Shark Tank a lot of the time. It is kind of. Because it's, cause what is it? Like a label is essentially a bank offering you a loan um, you know, and they're going to help you make good on that loan. Oh. Um, yeah. Uh, and just to wrap up my perfect, my perfect label pitch format. So you have intro, link to music, link to socials, bio, selling points, and then wrap up by reiterating again what you want. You know, so, you know, so just something as simple as thank you again for reading this. Um, and we really look forward to seeing if we can work with you. Uh, and the more, and for the record, with this entire process, the more personal you can make it, the better, you know? So if in your intro, you can say, we're pitching to heavy like sounds because you signed a high reaper. Um, and we kind of sound similar to them. We've played shows with them and we think you'd be a good fit, you know, like anytime you can make it a little bit more like, Oh wow. Okay. These guys give a shit is going to help. Right. Keith. Absolutely. Um, I'm going to chime in a few other points that I think are just things that put you over the top. Sure. As we head towards the end, as we head towards the end, have your social media together. Not, doesn't matter about followers. It does, but just make sure you have, you know, excellent, frequently updated, well-run social media. And, and don't have any dumb jokes because like, 
if they don't translate to one per, you know, cause usually the way it works is most labels are signing essentially by committee. And if you have a joke in your profile that rubs people the wrong way, that could be, I've seen that damn a band who was almost there. Right. Just saying. Um, definitely again, have a premium on good band photography yeah. and definitely have a, put a premium on artwork. Uh, I can't tell you how many bands I've met that told me how much they spent on their recording, which was astronomical. And then I see the artwork like, uh, you gotta be fucking kidding me. So, you know, definitely put some effort into your artwork, hire a professional artist to do it. If you are not so inclined or no one in your band is. And you know, last and not least, again, the things that matter. If I'm, if I'm, if I was running a label and I was looking at your band, I want to see how you run, how you run your merch table at a show, how organized your accounting is, what kind of tour booking you're able to pull off, and what your future plans are. Do you have a plan for one year, two years, five years? I want to hear about it if you do. Yeah, and also, like you know, remember, this is the thing I want you guys to take away. Don't be aggravating. Okay. The people who are aggravating are the people who no one wants to work with because we're not in this for the money. We're in it because we love it. Right. So if you make my life a little bit harder than it has to be and you're not like super cool, I'm just going to go work with the next guy in line. You know, um, point being, Thank you to everyone who listened uh, to this full podcast, who listened to our inanity. Um, We have a lot of other exciting content in the pipeline. I think people are going to be interested with how we're going to move forward with this. And we are, again, extremely grateful to be part of the Daily Music Business Podcast Network. And you'll be hearing from us, I guess, weekly. Isn't that right, Keith? That's right. Thanks so much for this. This has been Dumb and Dumbest, Daily Music Business Podcast Edition. You have been listening. Are we done yet? Subscribe today to the Daily Music Business Podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Hello, everybody. I'm Bruce. And I'm Nolan. And this is the Corner of Gray Street Podcast. As longtime Dave Matthews Band fans, we set out to create a podcast to dive deep into the past, present, and future of DMB. Not only do we recap and review shows within an ongoing tour, but we revisit past shows from throughout the band's history, conduct interviews with a wide variety of guests with ties to DMB, and create unique and exclusive content like our Concerts on the Corner series. Whether you're a fan of the band or just a fan of great music, we think you'll find something you'll enjoy. We can't wait to see you on the corner of Gray Street.